0: and thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the Catechism so far. Almost one month of content has hit the feed, which is pretty exciting. As far as I can tell, there are six or seven of you listening to every episode. I've also gotten some positive feedback from a couple listeners. I really appreciate your listening and your feedback. Speaking of feedback... You can contact me with any comments, questions, or suggestions at the email address found in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. Hey, have you noticed the show notes? In addition to some contact information, I'm also putting the scripture proofs for each catechism question there, so you can find them easily if you're curious. You can also find the music credits there, so be sure to take a look. Now, some of you are probably thinking, Hey, Mr. Podcast Man, I didn't sign up to hear you ramble on about randomness. Where's the catechism question? Why are you still yammering on like a house cat who got its tails caught in a window van? (laughs) Well, yes, sorry about that. But I wanted to take a quick moment to introduce the next episode. Question 22 of an Orthodox catechism contains the Apostles' Creed. This brief summary of the Christian faith is quite old, with its earlier form called the Rule of Faith or Regula Fidei dating from approximately the A.D. 170s. It reaches something approximating its current form in the mid-4th century. This creed has been considered a key summary of the Orthodox Christian teaching for nearly 1,600 years. In addition to including the entire creed in Question 22, An Orthodox catechism goes on to explain the Apostles' Creed in questions 22-58, to so we'll be spending quite a bit of time talking about the various elements of the Apostles' Creed. I wanted to take a brief moment before we get to question 22 to discuss some language that might be confusing or alarming to folks not familiar with the Apostles' Creed. The first statement that might cause some alarm is, he, meaning Jesus, descended into hell. It's important to know that the word hell here is probably not referring to what you immediately think of as hell. First, the creed was naturally not originally written in English, since English can't be said to originate earlier than the 5th century. Further, those with a little familiarity of the original languages of the Old and New Testament will know that Even there, the terms translated hell can often refer to a number of concepts, not just what we tend to think of as hell. All that to say, the Creed is not teaching that Jesus descended to the fiery, eternal dwelling place of the damned. Rather, it intends to communicate that Jesus went to the place of the dead, or that he was in the grave. Jesus certainly had no need to suffer in the place of the damned, since he completed the payment for our sins on the cross, and said it is finished. The second statement of concern may be the two mentions of Catholic in the question. The creed specifically affirms belief in the Holy Catholic Church. This is not in reference to the Roman Catholic Church; in fact, both the authors of the Heidelberg Catechism and Hercules Collins, who produced this revision rejected the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church, and several later questions will directly repudiate some Roman Catholic teaching. Rather, Catholic here simply means universal, and Catholic Church refers to all those who are saved by Christ. The Catholic or universal church in this sense could be contrasted with a local church. A local church can properly be called a church, but The creed expresses belief not only in local expressions of the body of Christ, but unity of all believers as the body of Christ. These two ideas are sometimes referred to as the visible and invisible church. The local church is visible. We can see the members every time we visit. The invisible church, that is, all the believers in Christ everywhere, we won't see in full until heaven. So, I hope this has clarified some possible confusion about the Apostles' Creed, and again, if there are any additional questions or comments you have about this or any other part of the Catechism, don't hesitate to reach out and ask. Maybe, if I collect a few interesting questions, I'll post some additional explainer episodes. Thanks again for listening, and as always, Soli Deo Gloria.